Welcome to the Skyda Softball Podcast. Your host, Matt Scott, will be interviewing players from past events and future events. And now, your host, Matt Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for another episode of the Sky Softball Podcast. It's the 20th episode. Hard to believe we've got 20 episodes in already. But what's a better way to spend it with two guys who have worn the number 20 in their baseball careers? On this episode, we got Anthony Paulson, former Winthrop baseball player and Sky to softball favorite. Anthony, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. Like you said, episode number 20, best number out there. So let's get this thing started. Uh, just for everybody to know at home, who's your favorite player and team growing up? My favorite player and team? Man, that's, that's tough. I mean, I guess you could say, you know, I grew up having a bunch of favorite teams. Started off with uh, the Yankees and then switched over to uh, the Braves. So I don't necessarily have a favorite team, um, but I do enjoy watching different players. Uh, yeah, I always grew up watching, obviously, Derek Jeter and uh, Robinson Cano is one of one of the guys that my swing never got to be like, but <laughs> I tried to get there. But uh, yeah, you know, I have a bunch of different favorites, I guess you could say. Um, but overall, I just like to watch the game and watch how the guys carry themselves. And, you know, so I don't have one specific person or team in mind. <laughs> You know, you got a good consistent of Robbie Cano and Derek Jeter, though. You know, those two guys were – especially Jeter, he was always fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just uh, – I missed it, but I watched his induction the other day into the Hall of Fame, and mm-hmm. that was that was just awesome. Yeah, I felt the same way when, uh, you know, me growing up Braves fan. I felt the same way watching Chipper get inducted to the Hall of Fame because that was my guy growing up. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Love Chipper, and who knows one day, one day I'll maybe I'll book Chipper for the event, and everyone will flip their minds. <laughs> I was I was about to say, you know, when when I got to Winthrop, uh, I was actually a year late transferring in from South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, but Chipper was actually in our locker room. I think it was 2014, so the year before I got there. Yeah, and I was I was pretty upset that I missed that, but. <laughs> Yeah, I remember he he did a thing. He spoke at the team banquet. I think it was 2013. You know, I had tickets for that. I went and just kind of seeing your your hero in person, especially and not not that far of a drive for me going to Rock Hill. I was like, man, let's go. And I'm sitting there. I'm just listening to Chipper talk. I'm just starstruck. I'm just like, he could probably tell me to walk up there and I pass out. I was going to say, whatever he tells you to do, then you do it. <laughs> it's like, you want me to jump? How high? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, so and one of the things we usually, I usually talk with guests is the recruiting process. So what was that like for you, you know, through high school? And obviously you mentioned, you know, you tra- transferred from South Carolina to Winthrop. Talk about that. And one other thing I usually ask in the same question is what, What's your advice to those who might be starting their own process? Yeah. So uh, my process was probably a little bit different than everybody else uh, regards to starting off. I was at Spring Valley High School. Uh, 
you know, one of the greatest high schools out there. <laughs> no, we had we had a, a really good team. I mean, Gene Cohn went to South Carolina, was on that team, bunch of guys, Austin Hill. But the recruiting process was it was difficult. And I only say that because, you know, you, you hear from the D1 schools and then you have other schools telling you other things. And, and it's it's pretty tough. But deep down, you always know where you want to go. So that being said, at the time, Coach Ray Tanner was the head coach of South Carolina. He was actually the head uh, honcho in charge, you know, recruiting me wise, same with Chad Holbrook. And um, so I wound up committing to South Carolina. I was at South Carolina for almost two years. And my first year, I took a red shirt. So I was, I was always half the size of everybody else at the time. <laughs> um, but what I did was I redshirt, you know, got into things, learned the game of baseball. And when the time came, I actually decided to focus elsewhere. And I went to USC Sumter for a semester. And now going from South Carolina to a junior college as, as a, uh, Coach Tim Medlin would say you're going from, you know, the Ritz Hotel to, I don't know, I wouldn't really say it's a day's end because it was, it was, it was a good experience. <laughs> but uh, I wound up going to Stumpner, played for Coach Medlin there for a semester. Uh, that was awesome. I mean, that's really where I found my game. You know, I was, I was just trying to exceed all the other players when it came to obviously the record categories. So uh, fast forward a little bit after that semester, I wound up committing to Winthrop University mm -hmm. where because I did take that red shirt my freshman year at South Carolina, I was able to play three more years at Winthrop. So I got into Winthrop, I believe it was 2015. And um, I mean, you know, I'm not a guy to talk about stats or anything like that because I was superstitious. I never looked at them throughout the season. <laughs> <laughs> Except when they popped up on the scoreboard, then it's like, yeah. don't look, you know. But uh, I guess you could say I finished off fairly well at Winthrop. You know, again, my goal there was to lead in a bunch of uh, the records that they had at Winthrop. And, you know, some I was able to surpass and others I was just short. Yeah. But it was – Winthrop was definitely a great experience. And don't get me wrong, Sumter was awesome. South Carolina was awesome as well. It was just – you know, I wanted to go somewhere, make an impact. I mean, look, we played South Carolina my first game at Winthrop. And at the time, Chad Holbrook was a head coach. And, you know, we wound up beating them. And that was that was huge to me because when you leave that school, you always want to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I finished off great. It was a great experience, great staff. Got to make a bunch of friends. And, um I mean, reflecting on your main question as to advice for kids going through the process right now, you know, not steering people away from the big D1 schools because that's, you know, where I started. That's where I learned the most. But at the same time, you you want to be able to enjoy it. You know, if you're if you're that athlete and you have your mindset on making it to the big leagues, you know, go to a school, go to any school that you can get playing and the scouts will find you, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that was my thing is I was so hard on myself going through high school and it's like, oh, I made an error. You know, maybe they marked me off, but 
Man, I, I say just enjoy it. High school, if I can go back and play ball, I would probably go back to high school ball. Yeah. I mean, college college is fun, and, again, you make a lot of friends, but, I, I mean, it's, it's like a job, you know? You wake up, you work out, you go to class, you go to practice, you stretch, you might work out again. So, I mean, by the time you're home, it's, it's way past high school time. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I would just say enjoy it. Don't be too hard on yourself. Have fun with it because when you're having fun, that's when you play the best. So that's, that's just my advice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, again, I'd do anything, put the cleats back on outside of men's league baseball, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, that's what I have for the guys going through the process and don't worry about who's offering who and stuff like that. Just, just have fun and play the game. Yeah. And I think kind of the, I feel like it might be piggybacking off of one of the things you said, you know, I've heard previous guests talk about, you know, it's, it's not necessarily the school. Like you don't, don't, you don't have to go to the South Carolinas, the Alabamas, any other, you know, those big schools, you know, and go where you feel like you're comfortable at, where you can develop as a person more specifically, you know, kind of like how you talked about Winthrop. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, that being said, you know, when I was at junior college at Sumter for that semester, we faced guys who take C.D. Pelham, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 97, 100 miles an hour from the left side. You got guys outfield, infield, doesn't matter. There, There's a lot of them still in the big leagues. And nothing against big schools, but there were some guys in junior college that I thought, I mean, they they were probably some of the best pitchers that I faced. So it's it it doesn't doesn't matter which school now, obviously you know we want to play at the top of the top right, but yeah. you'll get you'll get there. You got to learn the game first, and you can't if you're hard on yourself in the beginning, then you you're probably not going to go as far. You know you got to still have fun with the game because it is a game, right? And that's that's why that's why the softball event is always fun because we're out there, a bunch of big kids goofing around and having a great time. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's one of the things that's always interesting to see with the event. It's everybody. It's always interesting to see everybody's responses, kind of like yours. Like, hey, I host this event. I'd like for you to put the cleats back on one more time, and you're just like you. Some some of the guys and girls are like you want me, and I'm like. Yes, I see you as a part of what I'm trying to do. So I'm free to come. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's an opportunity for. I mean, I'm fortunate enough down here in Charleston to have a men's league, like 25 and older men's league, to play baseball against guys throughout the state. But not everyone has that opportunity, or some people are just really, really busy with work and can't get out there. So, I think the the event itself just allows everyone to be kids again and and do something fun for a great cause you know yeah and you know it's it's interesting to see honestly the amount of or I shouldn't say well the amount of people in the those who have come and participate you know like guys like you uh Chad Smith Farnsworth guys like that you know those seeing all you know, guys like y'all come out there and have a good time. It, it 
to me, it kind of makes us all think we're doing something right. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Uh, I mean, it's it's always going to be not speaking for everybody, but I guarantee you, majority of those guys more so focused on baseball guys. You step mm -hmm. in between those lines, it could be on a little league field, it could be on a softball field. I mean, it's it's fun, you know. Like I told you before, I'd do anything to put the jersey back on. Yeah. <laughs> so just being out there for a good cause, it, it makes it even better. Yeah, that's one thing that I, that I always that I always enjoy hearing is just the responses. You know, makes yeah. you kind of it always it always is a good thing to see a lot of familiar names return because you know eight years now we've seen new faces and we've seen a lot of return of returning faces you know kind of like the last two games you know your first year then you said you know I'm in for 2020 just and we didn't <laughs> 2020 yeah. was a crazy year obviously oh yeah 20, 2020 was was a crazy year but I mean and and again like you said you have guys like uh let's see Adam Westmoreland and Colby and you know it's it's fun getting out there seeing even past teammates you know you might not have seen them in years yeah and just seeing that they're able to come out and enjoy it and and the crowds into it you know it's that that's what makes it fun yeah easily and you know one we're gonna i'm gonna segue back into one question about winthrop what was one thing you enjoyed about playing at winthrop uh, besides the biggest batter's eye in the nation, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, you know, Winthrop was more so. Winthrop's not a huge school. I mean, when I say huge school at South Carolina, I was probably one student out of 200 in in a class, right? Yeah. Um, at Winthrop, you're one student out of maybe 20, 15. Yeah. Um, so on the academic side. I personally enjoyed that on the baseball side. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's hard, it's hard to explain because obviously every program is like a family, right? Yeah. When I left South Carolina, it was, it, it definitely hurt because you feel like you're leaving family behind, but Winthrop was more so like it took, it took a little bit of pressure off your shoulders. It is D1, it is big South, but you know, you're able to compete with your family and not have to worry about, I guess you could say all the talk. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, obviously, at South Carolina, if someone makes two errors in a game, it's like, oh, head front paper news, you know. Yeah. But um, I guess I enjoyed just the team itself at Winthrop. I enjoyed just the, the vision they had competing in the Big South, obviously different than the SEC. but you know, you're, you're still competing for a trip to the World Series. Yeah. Um, now, we did not make it to the World Series, unfortunately, but we were able to play against Creighton in Omaha. Um, and I believe that's – that's a there's a clip of you somewhere out, out there on the yeah. internet where you hit a home run. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I go back to when I need to, to get cheered up a little bit. But <laughs> um, – no, it was it was freezing cold outside there. We only got the opportunity to take batting practice one day, and I was bummed because 
I didn't get to try and hit one out. You know, everyone tries to hit the home run, especially in Omaha practice. And I uh, just happened to be in the game. So that was – that definitely made made my memory book. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully that answered your question. Again, it's it's hard to say I enjoyed Winthrop because of the team aspect because, of course, yeah. I, anywhere I play, I mean, you, you can never complain about the team. You love everyone you play with. Um, but it was it was just on a l- lower level when it comes to – I guess stress, <laughs> but at the same time, it was it was still very enjoyable. Yeah, and you know one and one other thing I want to ask about Winthrop is what was aside from playing at Omaha against Crazy, and what, what was a, a an away ballpark that you enjoyed playing at? Oh man, um, that's tough because we did play against. You know, UNC, USC, Clemson. Um, man, that's <laughs> that's a tough question because now the most fans that like to yell at you is 100% Clemson. Oh. Um, <laughs> 100%. Um, I don't think you could beat Creighton, man. South Carolina was definitely special, mm-hmm. you know because transferring from there, but you, I don't think you could beat Creighton. I would say there were probably tens of thousands of people in that sta- in the stands, and yeah. it didn't even look like it was full. I mean, you know, so I, I'm, I'd have to stick with Creighton, man. I don't think I could yeah. beat Ballpark. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things that's interesting to look back on. Y'all, you know, I've heard places such as Vanderbilt, you know, Clemson, South Carolina, things like that. And it's always a interesting atmosphere to listen about. You know, I asked uh, Chris Cullen in the episode I did with him, guy who came last year, I said, what was the part being involved, you know, being on the field for that rivalry, for, you know, kind of firsthand, basically. And he yeah. said, man, it was insane. <laughs> it It definitely is insane. I mean, it wasn't – I didn't have the side of it where it was – necessarily the rivalry but man it doesn't matter if it's a midweek game weekend series I mean those those fans 100% support their team and I mean they they go all out to knowing if you have social media you better get rid of it before you go to that field let me tell you (laughs) regardless of the sport just get rid of it (laughs) yeah just just get rid of it don't even hide it just cancel it yeah (laughs) No, no, no. They, they, I mean, it was every field I played at, I felt I did know somebody, whether it was in the stands or on the other team, you know, because we all, we all grew up together. Yeah. It's it's always interesting to kind of like, doesn't matter what level you're playing at, you're playing, you know, you'll see somebody you recognize and you just want to go over there and conversate with them, sort of. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, what, like I said before, you step in between those lines, then you know it's business. But outside of it, win or lose, it's it's always good seeing past teammates or even former roommates in college. And yeah, you know it's it's my my wife tells me all the time, "How do you know him? How do you know him?" I'm like it's it's the baseball family. You know, everybody either knows them or knows of them. <laughs> yeah, and I mean. One thing I'll probably get into towards the tail end of this is the the softball 
family as I, we me and you talked about but before we do that it's time for the cheap plug where we want to thank some of our sponsors again for the 2021 sky softball game coach billiards k-town cafe and ice cream uh, 521 filling station rustic outfitters Blackman insurance group plexus health uh regular agency and there's many more we will thank in the days coming into the event but once again, we thank everyone for their support. All right, yeah. Ann. Let's. Well, I guess you could say we're around second, heading to third. So you joined the softball game in 2019. Do you recall any bit of that conversation, me and you first had? Oh man, I I remember. I was. I think I was pretty shocked because you were asking me, a washed up baseball guy. <laughs> um, I mean, I I remember. To be honest, I remember just being really excited because you explaining to me the cause and and the impact that we can have on you know kids going through tough times and and I mean I I just remember how excited I was. I remember walking in and telling my wife that you gave me a call and and it was I mean I I I really enjoyed it and I really appreciate it from that day that you actually invited me to come and join you guys. Yeah, you know, it was an, it was definitely a fun time. You know, you got to come to my hometown of Kershaw. We got to play at Andrew Jackson High School, you know, my, my old stomping grounds per se. You know, it was it was definitely fun having guys like you and Smith, Westmoreland, all involved in that one, you know. And then last year, like we said earlier, it was a crazy year because, as I mentioned in a previous episode with Daniel Haloti, you know, the week before the event last year, we had to we had a withdrawal from the field and yeah. we had to find a field last minute. And so, just kind of curious from the the player side of it, what was what was going through your head when I told you I said when I told y'all like, bear with me, we're still going to play. Just let me get a field. Um, through my head, and I think I told you this before is. You know, I, I knew one way or another that it was going to happen, you know, and following all the precautions and all the crazy things that we had to do and the social distancing, stuff like that. You know, I knew uh, that that you you were definitely going to pull through with it. I knew that. <laughs> but at the same time, I was a little bit bummed because I was thinking, well, if we don't have this, you know, the whole goal is to impact these kids and and be able to do this for them yeah and so when when you think about that and you just think about letting these kids down then it it does hurt but I knew and knowing you I knew you were going to make it happen <laughs> yeah, you weren't taking of, no <laughs> yeah, I wasn't taking no for an answer looking back on it because you know 2019 it was rain it was call for rain it held up the entire day then you got last year with COVID and all those hoops we had to jump through it was it was mind-blowing to see that huge of a turnaround I guess you could say despite of COVID because like I you know last year we raised 3,100 you know we were truth be told I wasn't expecting to raise that in the tough times that were COVID when it was hot and fresh and then this year you know like we talked about off air we're we're over eight thousand dollars already, and that's blown our best 
best year out of the water. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. And I do recall, I remember telling you back in 2019, and then I believe it was 20 last year as well. You know, they called, I think in 2019, they called for like 100, if you could have gone 100% chance of rain above 100% chance, I, I think we were right in the middle of it. And uh, when the time came, there was not one drop of rain until I believe the final out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, you know, God, God has a plan and he, he was making sure we were getting that, those games in. So that was, I thought that was awesome. Cause I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think it rained until the last out or when everyone was getting ready to, to leave. Yeah. It didn't rain until we pretty much packed up and left. Yeah. 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 So, and, and everyone made it work last year, you know, people, people, followed the rules and and look you would have never even known except besides the masks you know that that was that was it yeah and that was definitely great to see everybody just kind of pull together last year with COVID and you know the distancing and things like that just minding their p's and q's yeah it's it's as we've learned a year later a lot of people some people don't some people do and you know more to the point about last year's ball game, I want to ask you this. Last year was our first ever night game. Yeah. So being a part of our first ever night game in event history, what was that like? Well, I, I remember you asking me before the event occurred my thoughts on a day, uh, you know, day game or under the lights. And, you know, I wasn't I wasn't really going to try and tell you which one I would prefer because – I mean, you're you're in charge of the whole thing, but man, let me tell you, playing under playing under those lights was awesome, because again, going back, it definitely fills or checks every box saying, "Hey, this is a true game." You know, I mean, as a little kid, they're saying, "Hey, I want to play play under those lights." Yeah, you know what I mean. And I thought it, I thought it was really cool, but to be honest with you, I thought it was fun, and especially kept. It wasn't that hot, but it kept the heat down, and yeah, and I think everyone was definitely comfortable out there playing, and and I, I thought it was a good time. It got a little chilly towards the end. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's South Carolina, man. What can you expect? Exactly, exactly. No, I thought it was an awesome event. I mean, day or night, I'm telling you, you, you can't go wrong, man. You really can't. Yeah, and it was an interesting thing about it because I remember that going pretty much that whole year. I'm sitting there, I'm thinking. You know, we haven't done a night game yet. And I'm just kidding. I kept there sitting there. I'm thinking, you know, this will be fun. This will be fun. I'm like, all right, we're going under the lights. Yeah. 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 I I mean, I can't, I can't remember. Is, is this event you doing day or night? Day game this year. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, again, man, you, you can't, you can't go wrong. So, yeah. yeah I, honestly, though, I'm, we're very appreciative of the guys over at CIU, you know, JJ, Jonathan Johnson, and, those guys, they're going to make sure the field's ready for us. It's going to be fun, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, make sure when you're there, you give Coach JJ a hard time for me. Because, you know, <laughs> I, played, I played for him for a couple of years for the Blowfish. Yeah, I, so remember, I remember we talked about uh, He's a great guy. Great guy. And so, lastly, and we're coming around third, heading home. So, being a part of the event, just looking back on your first two years, what what was that like to you? Man, it I mean if if you haven't played in the event, 
I highly, highly recommend it because again, not, you're not only playing and enjoying your, your childhood again, and obviously competing and having fun, but you're doing it for the kids, you know, and that's, that's what it comes down to is you're out there for a great cause. I mean, at this, this event was, it was, it was special to me. And while I'm sitting here in my office, I actually have the, uh, the softball game wood bat that you gave me at the end of my first year. It's actually hanging up here in my office. <laughs> the MVP bat. The MVP bat. Yeah, it's sitting right here. Oh man. No. So, uh, you know, it's it, you can't get any more special than than that event. And just seeing the the group of guys and girls come out and ex college or pro players. I mean, the crowd keeps growing and growing, and you know that we're doing something right. And who knows? We'll be looking. Two years from now or whenever down the road, we might have to find like a major league stadium to fit all these people. <laughs> the day the day that happens, I'll probably I'll probably pull every bit of my hair out and go insane well, or anything like that. Look, man, as well, as you know, I mean, this year, um, obviously I, I won't won't be there due to the wife's gonna we're having a little boy. And um so he, he might actually be born on the day of the game. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but like I said, you, if you haven't played in it, I highly recommend definitely have people reach out to you because, you know, every year when you tell me, Hey, reach out to people where I was really happy. We got Chad Smith involved, played with him at Winthrop, good friend of mine. Um, he, I know he loved it. He enjoyed the event and, you're not going to leave there sad. <laughs> I mean, we're playing a, I think I'm, I've always been on your team. So yes. I, I, uh, I can't say or have bragging rights that I beat you. So we've, we've been on the same team every year. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I always get ribbed on about how I stack my team, but I always tell the guy, I'm like, Hey man, I scout my talent. That's right. That's right. You can't go wrong, except for Adam Westmoreland always <laughs> pitching. Or no, he's pitching for us, right? And Colby's yeah. always pitching for them. So uh, it's it's a competitive game. I mean, it's it's all fun, but it's a competitive game. So it's it's definitely something that I would encourage. If you're not a player, then definitely fans to get out there and, and check it out and check out all the gear that you wind up getting signed and and. I mean, it's it's really cool seeing all that stuff. Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of cool stuff again this year. We got like Brian McCann signed baseball bats, some signed figurines by the Nature Boy Rick Flair. Oh, Rick Flair! <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Just to see, that's stuff like that, man. I mean, I remember my first year looking at everything, and I'm like, we got to sign this, we got to sign that. How how did we get that? You know. So it's. It's definitely something, something worth going to. I mean, and being able to play in it was was even better. So make sure to take plenty of pictures this year. Yeah. Send me all the gear you have that's signed and stuff. Send me pictures of that too, because I look forward to seeing everything. Oh yeah, and then lastly, uh, one of the questions I usually end this on with everybody. I always tell people that this is like a this is a sounds cliche, but a family. You know, so what? As as someone who's been a part of the event itself and the organization and what we're trying to do 
just what's your perspective on what it's like being a part of Skyda and Skyda softball? Man, like you said, it's it's family. And looking back, you know, you say, oh, you know, one person might play in 2019, but not 2020. And then they might come back in 2021. And it's like, hey, you know, how, how have you been? And everyone's going to get to know everybody. And just being able to say that we've all played in this event. We all know what the event is based off of and the purpose of it. So it really shows everyone's true colors and that everyone, no matter what sport they played in, wants to help out, you know, and that's, that's what makes a true family. And, and I guarantee you could call me, I can call you and, and we'll be there no matter what, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's, that's what it comes down to. And that's the best way to describe this family that we have, because it doesn't matter what year it is or crazy pandemic or what. You know, we're we're always going to be there. We're always going to try everything we can to support each other. Yeah, and uh, that's that's what it comes down to. Well, then, Ant, we appreciate you coming on the podcast today. And lastly, if you got anything you would like to plug away, feel free to plug it. Man, I all I gotta say is, is like I said before, if, if people haven't been out in the previous years, I I highly recommend it. Go out there and support. Uh, Matthew here, because let me tell you, he could hit some, he could hit some bombs out there. <laughs> but uh, See, I, I might have thrown my back out last year doing that. <laughs> I think he did too, but it was great. It was great. But no, I, I highly encourage everyone to get out there, um, especially athletes. Doesn't matter who, where, where are you from? If I'm down in Charleston, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I think it's a great cause. Get out there and do it for the kids and, and have fun with it. Take, take a family trip out there. So, but Matt, man, I, I want to thank you for having me on this. And I was well overdue. I know I promised sitting down with you. It probably yeah, should be I mean, number one. <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> there's a reason you're number 20. We both wore number 20. I'm repping number 20 again this year. I got you. We, we got it, man. Look, man, see, so wear it for me and you and, and my soon-to-be little boy. And because I think last year you and I were the only ones wearing 20. Yep. And I remember, you, I remember you messaged me about it that you never did notice I wore twenty. I was like, "Yeah, twenty was my number in high school." I didn't, I didn't the first year. I think because I was actually just so excited to be out there, I didn't really realize. You probably you could have given me double zero and I wouldn't have even noticed it. Um, but then twenty twenty, I noticed we were both number twenty, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, but, uh, it's it's like last. It's like you sent me a text out of nowhere last year, like. Hey man, we're both wearing number twenty. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome, <laughs> because no one I know wants to be number twenty. It's weird because my buddy Jordan Banks wore the number twenty when he was with the White Sox, and you know, my senior year of baseball, I made sure I wore the number twenty. And what what's funny enough is I'll have to send you a picture of this when we get off air. Is my friends my last home game of my senior year? My it, I call them my idiot friends, but they're all sitting there in the bleachers just chanting for, for me to come play and everything. And next thing you know, I see pictures after the game. It's like the last inning of the number 20 era. Salute forever 20. <laughs> see, I, I, was, uh, I was number five in high school. And then when I got to South Carolina, um, I 
I'm trying to remember, was it Pat? Someone was number five at South Carolina. So I was like, oh, we'll make it easy. We'll just throw a zero on the end. So I'll be number 50. That's fine. Yeah. And then when we got to Sumter, they didn't have jerseys that went up to number 50. So I just chose number 20. Yeah. And uh, ever since I've worn number 20. I mean, you know, it, it stuck. So you got to represent number 20 this year, man. I'm counting on you. I got you, man. I mean, I'm not superstitious. The last two years you've been there, I've hit a home run. But uh, oh man, that means you're gonna hit two or three this year. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I hope I hope I hit the ball. Let's go with that one because I'm so used to swinging golf. <laughs> you will, you will. But, but uh, man, I appreciate you again for this episode number twenty. We are twenty episodes in on the Sky to Softball podcast. Hard to believe. And thanks again, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, like I said, you can reach out to me anytime. And I wish everyone the best of luck on uh, this year's game. Thank you, man. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, that the 2018 Team Scott MVP, two-time Team Scott player, Anthony Paulson.